tired of lame old granddad's house of worship? Then come on over to OLAMinistries.com. The best part is, it's not church. That's right. Just home to some of your favorite podcasts, like Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. It's time! It's still real to me, damn it! The People Person's Paper Podcast. And of course, opinions like a-holes. Take it from me. So come join us at OLAMinistries.com. Now with zero God. Wait, there's a God, right? Nah. Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, Hilton Price. Thinking a lot about legacy tonight. Legacy, eh? And the world that I will leave behind. Okay. We had the chance uh, about uh, 48 hours ago uh-huh. to celebrate uh, the love and life of some friends of ours. That's right. Uh, a, a fellow comedian of ours. Uh, and, and it really reminded of the show me, Mac uh, uh, Mackenzie Bryan. Mackenzie Bryan. Mackenzie Taylor. Taylor uh, very congratulations uh, to the Taylors. Huge congratulations to her uh, and her partner Kaylee, uh, who I also adore. They are just the sweetest, most wonderful people. And to see them uh, take a new step got me excited about all the steps that I take, that we take, uh-huh. uh, and that we get to see all of our creative friends take. Okay. And, and it's just got me in that mood, man. Baby steps. All steps, man. Like, uh, what about Bob? Exactly. But- whether it's a wedding, whether it's a new project, whether it's moving to a new city. Well, and you know, I said it that night at, our, at the uh, Starlight Show, which was great, by the way. Uh, I said, uh, I'm just very glad still, after all these, it's, been now, it's now been a few years. Yeah, huh but it's still awesome that we get to say in Oklahoma, I was at a gay wedding tonight. Yeah, exactly. And it was sanctioned. It was, uh, uh, it was, it is recognized by the state. Uh, yeah. And, and even to the point of where saying it that way catches my ear because we don't need to, we don't need to. A, a wedding is just a wedding. Correct. Uh, it was never highlighted or made an issue during the ceremony. It's, it's so one. And the ceremony, by the way, was gorgeous. Becky and I were in tears pretty much the whole time. And what a great property they were on. A great, uh, nice outdoor space. By the pond, the night view out there was beautiful. Beautiful natural setting. Uh, I was I was talking to some of our friends earlier today about the drive out there, getting to drive through the country. I am so grateful that so many of our friends choose to hold events and celebrate their life in the uh, wilder spaces, the more rural spaces that are accessible to us, out in the country, the wilderness, as you were, almost, almost the edge, our of version the of the wilderness, out as close in... as we are going to get to the wilderness. No, no, I'll, fuck that. I'll camp. I'll, I'll, Ew. I'll, I'll bring a tent. I'll sleep on the ground. Ugh. I'll dodge a bear. I'll eat from a can. Gross. I will cook by a fire. I will poop on the ground. I am, I am Tom Haverford when it comes to camping. I'll also glamp. Fuck that. Yeah, bring me a fucking power pack and a radio. No, I'll do if that that's shit. not an option, I'm not there. Oh, either way for me, man. I grew up camping, though. Except for, like, 
I'm even more like I need I want I want solid walls. But it, to me, it's a vacation. Or it's like a, it's like a getaway. It's like three days sure. at a park, and it's and and I'm not like out on the fucking trails in true wilderness. I'm at KOA campgrounds. I'm paying twenty dollars for the rental fee. It's just just probably gone up by now. Let's be honest. But I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm camping the way American consumers camp. Mm. Let's not kid ourselves here. No, but yeah. no. But also, I appreciate our friends that do these events in the country because I get to experience the country. The drive. And not have to live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to live the fuck out there. No. I want access to a store. Yeah, well, and like maybe maybe more than one Yo, option. Yeah, yeah. Ones that stay open late, that have late hours, that I can ex- access things at, at un- inconvenient hours of the night. Ones that have weed in them? Weed stores. Yeah. Stores of weed. I, um, I've been watching Reservation Dogs. Uh-huh. Uh, fine program. Fantastic uh, show. Produced by Oklahoma's own Sterling Harjo. Created and written by. Created and written by. Uh, fantastic showing uh, life for uh, a group of native teens in Oklahoma. Uh, and really funny episode about weed in Oklahoma uh, with one of their family members trying to sell some of his old ditch weed. Yeah, yeah, no. And it was really funny, too, because as someone in the industry, like my very first thought when he walked into that dispensary and put it on the counter was, uh, well, you can't fucking do that, bud. Like uh, that shit's got to be regulated. Where's your grower's license? Uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah. Where's your transport license? You can't uh, just dig a hole in your backyard and find the weed you buried 15 years ago, and then go sell it to a dispo. Yeah, no. and, and then the guy puts it right in his pipe in the middle of the dispo to try it out. You can't do, you can't that. do that. That's either. very illegal. Yeah, yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, if there's this, if you walk into a dispo and they're doing that, they're about to get shut the fuck down. Oh, and then he gave. The, the uncle, the, the guy who was essentially a customer, he yeah. gave him a hit. Of oh, some oh. good stuff. Yeah, yeah no, you can't do, you can't that, do that either. either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you it, can't do any of that shit. It is, that was treated like it was um, a, a recreational kind of situation. Oh, absolutely. That was but treated. even then, you probably can't even do with rec, like Even with rec, you have to have a grower's license. You, you still couldn't to, sell. But could you smoke in the store? Mm, I doubt it. Really? I okay. doubt it. I don't know that for sure. That's but all they'd have to decide. Yeah. But but right now it's it because I feel like it's less about um, the it, it, at that point I don't know if it's so much about the legality of it as it's more of like um, well you just can't fucking smoke in there yeah it's just a non smoking location you, or, yeah. or just like, the same yeah. way you couldn't light up a cigarette in a store or yeah there's or it has everything to do with whatever the state regulations are for if you can smoke in within that building if yeah. you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes then you're damn sure probably not they're not going to let you smoke weed. Which, I mean, one is objectively less harmful than the other. Yeah, but exactly. But and, and in the end, smoke as it smoke were, is smoke. The burning of things, the smoke that is produced from burning things, is bothersome to many people. Correct. In, in no matter what it is, you know, and that's cool. I get that. Sure. You know, but I uh, uh, digging that show though. Reservation Dogs, really good, really funny, really creative. Love the little Oklahoma touches. Just getting to see my world. It's one where I've really enjoyed the, um, you know, I've, I've, I'm noticing more and more, the, you know, obviously the longer that we've done this show and the more that we get into the intricacies of, of TV and, and movies and how they all work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I like about uh, these series now is that I'm noticing the differences in the different directors for each episode and how they're, the, you know, uh, how the series very much stays the same, but there's very different... Uh, 
you know, either creative choices or visual choices or, or things like that that are made by each director. And I'm starting to notice that uh, in a lot of these series now. And I really enjoy that. I like it a lot. The um, <coughs> There's def- definitely little touches throughout the show mm-hmm. that uh, suggest um, that it was never approached um, in the same way that you would other comedies, right. uh, other series. Um, it definitely has its own unique kind of feel to it. And my favorite thing is the um, use of the phrase "shit ass." Yeah, uh-huh. it is all over the place. Well, you uh, there's a lot of uh, a, so, there's a lot of terminology, so much of it native, of course. Oh, sure, it, and but I, that, I get all that. But like, that, I'm like, how did I go 40 years and not hear people calling each other "shit ass"? Shit ass is another one. You get, uh, you almost feel like you're getting a little look into this little corner of the world yeah, yeah. and just how this community talks. Right. And then not necessarily it being native or white, just in this little corner of Oklahoma in this town, a, an insult like shit ass is one that you hear a little more often. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a trip though? If that was just like the thing that he called people and he put it in the script and like the whole group is like, nobody calls each other that. What are, Pro- you, probably. What are you doing? It may be. Right? <laughs> but I also like that idea. Cause I, I don't know that I don't know enough about the study language to really say that that's a thing that happens or doesn't happen, but I would assume it kind of does, yeah. that words catch fire in communities. I mean, and I guess it makes sense to put those, you know, shit does come out of your ass. Well, in the same way slang gets popular in, on the national level, you oh, know? Sure. It, Speaking of, uh, uh, I don't believe we've ever had the chance to have her on a show, but a comedian I've worked with numerous times, Kristen Key. Oh, sure, sure. You know, she has, uh, used to have a bit uh, where she would talk about, uh, you know, like fun rhymes that people would say. Yeah. Uh, on it, doggone, or whatever. And hers was on it like a bonnet. Okay, that's a good one. Her funny thing. Yeah. And uh, I heard that on Ted Lasso the other day. On it like a bonnet. On, he nice. said, I'm on it like a bonnet. And I was like, I wanted to message her and go, Kristen, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if, you know, they... If it got to them, if that's through, yeah, or if it was just them using rhyme, rhyming, yeah, Yeah, that's the beauty of language, linear thinking, uh, lateral thinking. What is it called? Uh, It's called. There's. It's a big language, and there's like seven billion. Is it lateral? (laughs) So, so so, someone's gonna have that idea. I don't know words. Words are dumb. That's like uh, that's like when uh, when a local comic says that uh, his jokes were were used by another comic in a Netflix special. Oh yeah, no. Like, here's the thing, right? Gotta, Early on, laugh at that when I was first starting to write, right, I had this concept, right? I had this concept, and I thought it was so fucking great. Yep. And I'm like, I'm the funniest in the world. And then I saw uh, someone do it um, on a Comedy Central special, pretty much the exact same fucking premise. And you know what I didn't claim that they was stole that it. they stole it from me. Yeah. From the open mic that they saw me in in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. That didn't happen, Mike. <laughs> anyway. Well, and I think that's a, that's a, it's, that is a thing that sometimes people fall into is that they see something, uh, their own idea, uh, found independently Hilton, by someone else. I was convinced I came up with Girth Brooks. Yeah. Convinced that yeah. I had come up with that, that you were the guy that, that I had, that of that, all the people that I cracked that the code on the wrong funniest time. porn name. Yeah, uh, but no, there was an actor called Garth Brooks for a hot ass minute. A yeah, porn actor. Yeah, because it's too good of a name not it's, to have been a used before. Name. Yeah, well, and that kind of. But guess what? I didn't do. Call him up and go, "Hey, you stole my shit." Well, you should at least be getting a cut. I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. What's the point of us having a legal system if you're not going to take advantage of it for personal profit? Yeah. I mean, I'm still waiting for my Wheaties money. Weed, Snoop yeah. Dogg stole that shit Wheaties, from me. Wheaties, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the name Snoop Dogg. I came up with that long before he came around. 
I mean, Charles Schultz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I came up with that name too. Snoopy. <laughs> no, Charles Schultz. I, you came up with Charles that, Schultz. That was all me. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Schultz, you owe me some money his, for the use of your His estate name. owes me a lot of money. Uh, Charles Schultz. Oh, has he passed? Uh, yes. Oh, Mr. Schultz. Yeah. Mr. Schultz has been dead. I'm a long sure. Time. I was gonna say. I'm yeah, sure he's, he he's was... been dead like 20 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's been gone. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Schultz. Yeah. No. No more. No more new comics. Charlie Brown. Ah, beans. <laughs> yeah. At least not written by Chuck. No. No. Not. Not Chuck. Wait uh, a minute. No. Charles Schultz. Yeah. Charlie. Yep. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the N- guy who just now gets it. Now you got it, Chuck. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, uh, we watched some trailers. Should we, we talk about those? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, Did you want... you? It has to be an interesting place to be the people behind the Game of Thrones prequel. Mm-hmm. A show that when it was created and brainstormed and launched and announced and funded and cast was riding a wave of unparalleled goodwill uh-huh. for a show. But now upon its release is facing a massive backlash. Is it? Yeah. I haven't heard any of it. Well, because season season eight was a problem for a lot of people. Sure. Like, so this show is very much kind of stirring the pot of, of a kind of disappointment. Yeah. You know, so many people have walked away from that show and wouldn't touch it again after what happened in the last season. And, and looking back, a lot of people started critiquing the previous two to three seasons. You know... I will admit that the last season is not fantastic. I will admit that openly. Yeah. I can say that, that it is just, it's not great. However, something happened after I watched the finale of Dexter, the last season of Dexter. Another one that is. And is, that is, is that since maligned. then, yeah. every series finale that everybody gets really mad about has not really affected me that much. And it's, I think it's because I am constantly that is my point of reference. You were that disappointed by I'm Dexter. Like, I'm like it's it was nowhere near as bad as the end of Dexter, therefore I am fine with it and I don't care. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. And while well, Dexter is another one that is He'll, just that night mm-hmm. and this is just to explain how bad it was. We yeah. watched the finale, right? Watched the finale. I was mad. Hill knows mad about it. It was so bad. Yeah. I was mad, right? Mad, no stewing. I was fucking mad. The show sucks. And then my my amazingly sexy wife, like, was trying to like get me to do grown up stuff. Oh, right. Oh, okay. And I was like, no. Wow. The bad show made me angry, and I can't do adult stuff now. I'm too mad about the dumb murder show. <laughs> Man, so you you literally missed out on, I, on good times with the wife. Yes. Because you were that pissed off about Dexter. It was that bad. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I, I did not finish Dexter. I did not get past like season four, maybe. Hilton. But I heard it was so bad. <sighs> I can't describe to you. And they're going to try. How are you going oh, Did it already start? The I think new it already one? started, the new one. I think I, and they're trying to fix it. Apparently, the word okay, is so, so far good. Here's what we have to do is we have to at least figure out how they get from the last episode to bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know he starts, he's like a lumberjack far away or something. So I guess I think they're picking up where it left off or whatever. They basically showed him like in what was viewed to be like a Thelma and Louise sort of like going off into the oblivion believed to to, to die. Yeah. Right? Like, well, he's he's just, he's going out to let himself go into the yeah, cosmos. I think, I, think he, I think he got better. 
Yeah, he made it. <laughs> he did okay. Fuck he off. slept it off. No one, no one lives through that. Well, and but Unless they they do now that now. A superhuman. They did a Roseanne series where they just skipped the last season. I know. And then she fucked that up real quick. Yeah, she just oof. She was like, "Oh, hey, guess what, everybody? I I fucking I suck shit, and I forgot to tell you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you know I I'm a big believer in that. Uh, not to really derail this into politics, but I'm a big believer in that that companies should stay out of social media when it comes to their employees. That what a person does on social media should be their own their own thing. You got to leave people alone. What, what their work for you and their their personal lives are separate things. Well, but, but, people make it hard for me to have that argument. Well, because I think there's a difference between going online and having a, a difference in opinion and going online and letting everybody know that you are a super racist. I believe that companies should leave you alone about your social media if you handle social media the way I do, which is... I get a little political sometimes, but I well, don't. Well, you're not a racist, though. But I don't jump into the fight constantly. I'm not. I'm not causing more trouble than anything. And some people, uh, Miss Roseanne in- included, don't really understand social media, uh, and tend to just get into these unnecessarily racist rows. You know. This is not necessarily the place to share your deepest convictions about these things. This um, is a place I, to keep your mouth shut and read and maybe grow. Going to respectfully disagree uh, because, number one, a person like that is never going to just read and grow. That doesn't just happen. They Growth from a person like that... That's, that then that's not the, the point I'm making here. Well, but my, my other point is that I am grateful... That they put it out there, yeah. Because what's the th- what's the thing they say about the uh, darkness and 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 light imprisoning me? All that I see, absolute horror. Right. Yeah. So you can't you can't let it live in the dark. We, we're bringing it. I, they're they're willfully letting us know who they are, and I'm grateful for that. Because here's my thing: yeah. I don't want to be. I I you know yes, I want to be entertained, but. I'm also to a point now where, like, I want to know if the star of the show that I'm enjoying is a racist piece of shit. Because if they are, I don't want to give them my viewership. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think that's, a lot that's of people my point. don't understand how to use social media. And, oh, and, well, that's a fact. And, and they need to be keeping their mouth shut and, and reading and learning a lot more. And, and less seeing uh, random opinions that agree with you as defense. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like, and that's the echo. Ch- you got to stay out of the echo chambers, and you got to turn to the sources. And I think, in that respect, social media is pretty great, and everyone should be able to to to, to share their views to a certain extent. But um, people are talking when they need to listen online, and that's a big problem. Oh well, sure. I mean, yeah. But I. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, House of the Dragon derailed Roseanne. Uh, Roseanne's comments on social media, and now uh, we're seeing so a show risking a new season in a different way. So people are just basically saying, like, "Hey, the last one was really bad. Don't do this." Yeah, there's just not the excitement for it that there would have been. At but people wanted four. fucking Dexter. 
I'll tell you what. I want this reboot, prequel, whatever, a million times more than I want to ever see another episode of Dexter. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't particularly want either. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the going back to the well uh, years later. I mean, I feel like you know people say they want an office reunion. I do not want an office. See, reunion. yeah, like, and I don't know. I feel a little bit different about like maybe a prequel because it feels less like a reboot than like a sure. just staying in the world. Yeah. And I'm okay with staying in the world. Um, but, like, yeah, it, it, there are times, like you say, where it's like you're reaching for a reboot that's just not necessary. And, and uh, some are and successful. It's not, yeah, but it's it's so rare and hard to do well. Uh, Legend of Korra? Wasn't that the Avatar? I'd have no spin-off? idea, dude. <laughs> You uh, are asking the wrong person. Yeah, Avatar Last Airbender had Legend of Korra spun off, and that did well. But, I mean, as animated, maybe that plays by its own rules. Sure. Oh, yeah, it absolutely you know, does. But... It play, plays by a whole different set of rules. The anime there, yeah. Well, well, it's an, uh, well. Uh, Legend of Korra is not really technically anime. Oh. Avatar, since they're both uh, American produced, but um, but there's a style similarity. I know what you mean. Okay, but the um. So what do you think? You're you're not you don't you don't give a fuck. You don't, don't want to fuck. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna watch it. If it's good, it's good. The, sure. the cream rises to the top. That's always. my thing. I think on this is that I want it to be good, so I want to give it a whirl. I'm going to give it a shot in the hopes that it gives us uh, yeah. more of what we were loving in that in that world. Uh, the, and the stuff, unfortunately, that they I felt like they kind of strayed away from. I want more dragons, more magic, more wild scenes, more, more yeah, more of like the uh, the the uh, what was the fucking guy the 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 torture guy. That, uh, the really crazy one was it uh, Renly? No. Oh yeah. Oh, was that um, his name? Oh no, no. You mean the the one from the Battle of Bastards? Um, the one who uh, kept Bolton uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. We need more Ramsey. You want Boltons. more dicks cut off and shit? Huh? I mean, yeah. It's it's yeah. Well, and that's the thing is is I'm afraid that it's going to be one. It of lets the, you know the stakes, and it's funny, Hilton. I'm when afraid someone gets their wiener. <laughs> I'm afraid they're going to go for too much of that kind of high stakes without significance behind it like give me uh, give me ned stark's no, head getting cut. give me ned stark's head cut getting cut off but, but give it to me in episode 10 after you've built him up as someone i care about right don't just do it in episode one to say ha ha look a guy's head cut off we're gonna be that kind of show mm -hmm. you know i don't want that give me cut you can cut off theon's dick but it's gotta be as part of a really an overall redemption arc right you know which yeah was super wild the way they pulled that redemption arc off. Yeah, yeah. So so crazy. And but then that's another that's another one too that a lot of people feel they didn't really stick the landing on it because at the end he didn't really get what he should have gotten. Fair, you know. Fair. Um, uh, and 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 you know issues like um, Arya. The, the, a big one that comes up a lot online is there's like season six. I think Arya gets stabbed a bunch in the stomach and then pushed into a, a river that's essentially a fucking cesspool of God knows Bile. What. Yeah, God knows what. There's running through this medieval city, medieval style city. It's probably got shit and piss and vomit and who knows what else in it. Mm -hmm. She gets out of this river. She's been stabbed a dozen times in the gut, like I said, and she ends up recuperating in a tent for 48 hours and is fine. Magic, yeah, ma exactly. But but you know, but I'll tell you, if there's magic, say there's magic. Well, they did. They didn't on that. Well, not on that part, but they did show you that magic exists exactly. in this world. They 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 teased certain kinds of magic, mm -hmm. and in many cases didn't explore it. That's another unfortunate, you know, like like the whole thing about the children and how they created the the night 
the um, uh, the what what do you call them? Those the, the bad guys, the, the, the Night Walker or the, the night, White Walkers. White Walkers, yeah. And they never went anywhere with that storyline as to what the significance Ooh, of, any of that was. That's how we should start referring to like the insurrectionists, the White Walkers, <laughs> 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 instead of Vanilla Isis. Or the gravy seals, oh, um, but anyway, you know, I, I I could go down this, but really, just subscribe to the Free Folk subreddit if you want to if you want to see the anger in I real guess, time. But. I guess for this in particular, it is because I do just want to play in that world again. Exactly, I want them to do it right. That's why I'm I want it to. The see fact, it. House of Dragon, it. there better be dragons. Yeah, you know, the, that was one of the great things of the last few seasons of Game of Thrones was getting to see dragons. You know, getting to see that realized in a believable looking way in our on, on modern in modern cinema. Right. You know, uh, Matt Smith is in it, uh, who I know you're not super familiar with, but I know uh-uh. from Doctor Who. Okay. Uh, he was the eleventh Doctor for several years. Uh, great actor. Um, definitely someone who I think can handle a, a big role. Uh, I think he's going to be looks like one of the main Targaryen. Uh, yeah, yeah, kings. Uh, I don't know if he's the Mad King or I think. What did it say? Said a hundred years before Game of Thrones. I, it never said that. Did it not? It okay. did not. I so, it did. Right, so I send, feel like it might not be that long. Might not. Yeah, it's it's thirty days before. Because I almost felt like they showed us a little uh, Daenerys. No, that definitely it's definitely before anyone we know is born. Oh, okay. Because it's set bef- way before Robert's Rebellion, and Robert's Rebellion was. Um, the King Robert's Rebellion was a failed Sega Genesis game. It was. It was. It was actually for the 32X. Uh, <laughs> there was a port for the Sega CD, but it never made it over to America. Um, <laughs> the, uh, no, uh, Robert Baratheon. Uh, yeah, yeah. The king no, I guy. know. Okay. Um, um, but Matt Smith's cool. Well, I'll let you know if I'll it's good. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll be. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll watch episode one and tell you if you should jump on. Yeah. What I am excited about is this. Welcome to Raccoon City. The new Resident Evil. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. It didn't look super good. No, I mean, the, none of them have been good. It looked like a, a kind of basic horror movie. But there's so many. Uh huh. Have they made so many? But They've this gotta like be a, successful. Was this a remake of the beginning though? Because see, almost, I have no fucking clue. This to me, because you caught on to this the thing that I didn't catch. There was a scene, and there was actually more than one, but there was a scene that was literally a shot for shot almost remake of the first time a zombie is revealed in the very first Resident Evil from PlayStation back in 90, 90, 1996. The year 96? of our Lord, 1996. Yeah. Uh, 25 yeah, tw- years 25, ago. Yeah, 25 wow. years ago, 1996. And it looked... Uh, the amount of attention to detail to that was impressive. And there's another scene where the heroes are walking down a hallway and they look up and there was a thing crawling along the ceiling that looks down at them and then it drops down and I they do I think I remember that. And they actually, they showed it a little bit out of order. So I, I'd spotted a, a bit of it early and I was like, was that? And then, and, and so it looks like they're paying a lot of attention to trying to bring those moments from the game from to the life. very first game. That's actually from Resident Evil 2. Oh. Uh, the, the, the slither guy dropping to the floor. Okay. Um, and there wasn't two people in the hallway in that one. Um, but it's another one of those. If there was, if there's an iconic scene from Resident Evil Two, that's probably it. So, whoever's making this game is definitely doing the fan service element. But those can go either way. Yeah. You know, like sometimes those movies are really good, and sometimes those movies they just have those fan service moments and they're crap. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's going to be the latter. It does. It does not look like it's going to be super good. Nah. It might be fun to watch, but it's you know. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's gonna walk away and be like, Ugh, 
what a great film. I'll watch this one. <laughs> and I don't even want like horror movies, but I would watch it just to see. I was going to say, now you want to see it like just to see how many more shot references mm-hmm. you can find. Yeah. Did you play any of those games? Uh, a little bit. Not. I mostly, that was one where like my friends were playing it a lot and I would watch them play Yeah. Um, while I was getting stoned or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Same. Uh, so I remember bits and pieces. Uh, I remember being legitimately scared though. Like it was, there was legit jump scares. Those and Silent Hill. Yeah, those games a lot of times would, would spook me. Yeah, know? I don't play a lot of them myself, but same. I'd watch other people play, and uh, oh, that was spooky. Yeah, that game was spooky. You know, jump scares. <laughs> yeah, and, and a great job setting the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I remember about the first Silent Hill was it did that kind of like spooky town with I a think lot of it fog. Was, I, it might have been Resident Evil 2 that I'm most familiar, 2 or 3, yeah. or most familiar with. Whichever one was around the, pr- the time that all the press for Blair Witch Project started coming out. Ooh. That, you know, that lo- that campaign yeah. that they did uh, using mm-hmm. the internet early. And, I mean, that was fucking brilliant looking back. Well, you know, and the way that they never really let showed their cards about they, whether or not it was real. That's what I mean. Not. The way that the way they made it seem like it was genuinely found footage. Yeah. Um use you know, like everybody bought it for the most part. Yeah. Like and we, uh, you know, I was a I was it was what 99 it came out. It was my senior year. The like, night I finally saw it in the theater, me and a group of friends went. Oh, we saw opening night, baby. And we might have been for us too. We lined up. And there might have we um, the the press had already come out, and there was already reviews that did say that it was not real. Oh, see, we we had somehow avoided all that. We, we had already heard that there was not a lot yet, it. but there was like one or two places, like like maybe the biggest press or whatever, were saying it wasn't real. And still, after the movie, my friends and I were arguing back and forth about whether it was. I just remember all of us reading all that shit online. Whilst like playing that game and then just being like really spooked out, yeah. But yeah, that was totally that. That was that PlayStation scary spooky Nintendo sixty four era. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I don't remember what year Blair Witch came out. Look that <coughs> I think it was ninety nine. I'm almost positive it was either ninety eight or ninety nine. It was not two thousand though. That's for sure. Yeah, July, July 30th, 30th, 99. Yep. Yeah, so that was even really late in that PlayStation. So it was actually summer. It was right after we graduated. Because I'm betting, oh, so it was uh, Resident Evil Two that we were playing. No, I'm, I'm, that's the that's the remake. Oh, I looked up the yeah that came out in November. Yeah, it was Resident Evil Two because that was November '99. Yeah, I would have guessed even that two uh, the three might have been out by then, but no, they came out a little later that year. Just after it, yeah. yeah. Yep, fun stuff. What Man. what's next? Uh, it's funny uh, talking about scary movies. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife about to drop. And the reviews are good. Is this one supposed to be scary? No. Okay. But there are ghosts. There's so ghosts. It's, 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 it's ghosts not, are spooky. It's not my best set. I know. It's not. It's fine. It's not the strongest. It's fine. It's, uh, the battery was still going. Yeah. Uh, uh, nostalgia Heavy is the... Uh, okay. Which, uh, was anyone surprised? Nope. That the son of the previous director made a movie with the same franchise that was Nostalgia Heavy? Mm. What, what did you... Did you what did you think we were getting here? Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is Ivan Reitman. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's his it's his son. Um, um, Wait, um, Ivan's son? Yeah, I, Ivan. Yeah, Ivan's the dad. Wait, this is uh, uh, Jason Reitman. Oh, that's right. Just kidding. Jason yeah, Reitman. that's right. Jason Reitman. You thought Ivan was the son? I don't know. You did. No, you, my you, brain you, was you, real you were, fucked you, up. You were thinking that. that his dad was Kurt Douglas. 
Uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, e- Igor Reitman. Igor. Igor. Uh, Ivanovich. Ivanovich. Igor begot Ivan. Ivan begot, <laughs> begot Jason. Begot, begot Nikolai. <laughs> what does begot mean? Be- uh, fucked your mom. <laughs> That's all. She got begot. Yep. Uh, so Nikolai Reitman has released a film <laughs> about the Ghostbusters. Uh, it's called Afterlife. It stars Wolf Wolf Reinhardt. I know what is Wolf's real name. Right, Wolf Reinhardt sounds like a, a, a hero in, in a Castlevania game. That's not his name, is it? <laughs> no, okay. Wolf Wolf Hard 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 Finn Hard, Wolfhard. <laughs> Finn Wolfhard is the kid's name. <laughs> Wolf, Wolf. <laughs> uh, Wolf Ballshard. Uh, <laughs> Wolf Reinhardt. Wolf Wolf Reitman. <laughs> No, it's Nikolai. Wolf Blitzer. Nikolai Reitman cast Wolf Reinhardt. Finn, Finn Hardwolf. Ay, ay, ay. So this is set uh, after, um, long after the original Ghostbusters films. The idea being that these are the grandchildren of Egon Spengler, uh, played by the late Harold Ramis. Uh-huh. And uh, everyone says that these, uh, that they go, uh, in the film they go to Oklahoma, they, they get his old home, they find all his old gear. The original trailer we saw had lots of hints back to the original film. Hold on a second. Hard stop. Uh, well, Finn Hard. Paul Rudd's character's name is Mr. Gooberson. Oh, wow. Gooberson. There's going to be a joke in there. <laughs> what? His name? What? Are we 12? You're Mr. Gooberson. Okay, okay. What would be possibly you the know etymology what? of the name Gooberson? I just like you like 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 Price comes from something. Well, he's the son. Zampino the comes from the something. Chocolate covered peanut fortune. <laughs> yeah, the, the Goober's son. Yes, yes, he's the son of the guy that made Goobers. Hey, have some Goobers. goobers My dad are, made them. <laughs> okay, here's the eternal question. Here's the real question. Hey, have a Bobby Bar. My dad made it. <laughs> have okay. Here's the question: Goobers or raisinets? Goobers all day. Raisins are trash. Raisins are trash. I fucking hate raisins. Why the fuck did Goobers end up being the the second, the lesser of those? Raisinets got all the love last 20 years, 30 years. It's because people have convinced themselves that they like them. Yeah. Just the same way that people have convinced themselves that they like sushi. No, sushi is delicious. No. I'm kidding. Raisinets are terrible. Raisins are just... Get them out of here. Raisinets are such second-rate goobers. And goobers, the only place you can even get them is the goddamn movie theater. And $400 a box. Are the mosquitoes of snacks. Raisinets. Just get them out of here. Exactly. They serve no purpose. You could serve chocolate-covered flies, and they would be as good as raisinets. If not better. (laughs) A little bit better. It would have better texture. Better for you. Yeah. Better, Better healthier. Healthier. It would help your immune system. Look, a raisin is a grape that's fucking dead. Yeah, a raisin it's is a, a grape, a grape that couldn't corpse. Is a grape that couldn't cut it. You're eating a, a grape corpse. Yeah, that's essentially what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think um, the fact that goobers aren't sold in more places is a travesty. <laughs> the grape that didn't make it—that's your fucking snack. I may go to the store after this and buy grapes. Let's get some goobers, son. Those are tight. Yes, goobers, goobers are good. I want goobers. Uh, anyway, the the afterlife trailer, the Ghostbusters afterlife trailer, ended with a scene inside Ray's occult books with who is someone clearly Ray Stance answering a phone. So we knew the originals were going to pop back up. Uh, I will stake my uh, entertainment podcaster reputation that there 
that most, if not all, of the original surviving Ghostbusters will pick up proton packs by the end of the film. I mean, these are things that will happen. So for this to not... Wait, wait, wait. How many will? I, I bet uh, uh, some, if not all. Oh, okay. Like, if we don't see... If, if Ray doesn't shoot a, a proton pack by the end of that film, I will be shocked. Mm -hmm. And if Ray's going to do it, I'll bet Diamonds to Dollars are going to have Peter and, and uh, Winston do it as well. So you think Ray's the more likely one to do it on screen? I think I think Peter is the most likely... Bill Murray is the most likely to not do it. So Out of... Bill Murray's choice? Just because he's Bill Murray, and he's always kind of kept that series at an arm's length. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if his cameo, if there is one, is very brief, if it if it happens at all. Ray, he, he also does seem to be a pretty good sport. He does, and especially lately, he seems to have kind of softened on this a little bit. So I'd be down. I think if there's any chance of him just saying, nope, I'm in, I'm, a, I'm in all the way. And Winston, we just know, gets screwed by this franchise time and time again. So I have no faith that they'll do him right. You know what it was is the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah. And Bill, Bill Murray got soft. He That's, was just like, look, is that all, he all is right now. Well, you know, and a lot of people feel that way, that after that, what year was that? Was that 2016, 2016 baby? Oh, no, actually, life has literally fallen apart since then. Hey, listen. The Cubs actually, the Cubs not winning the series may have been what was holding this all together. I've I'm heard that since they won. I'm really sorry. Oh, have you? Are you I'm not. That's not original. Oh, oh shit. Well, was that on a Netflix special? Am I owed money? No, there was a lot of jokes about because the they won the World Series the week before the election. Oh, oh yeah, okay. So, seven days before the election, I'm pretty sure was Game Seven of the World Series. Wow. And then the next week, um. Uh, fuckface got elected and everybody out. was like it's the Cubs fault and I was like maybe but I'm still kind of I mean pumped. it's not like it's not like it came down to Illinois did it it was like look 2016 I had the birth of my daughter I had a Cubs World Series Trump was elected two out of three ain't bad that's when you was born I mean that's 60 yeah. I'm six, shooting 67% I got two out of three yeah that's you know? not yeah, can't you, win them all Meatloaf said that's fine that's fine Right, meatloaf two out of three said so. ain't bad. It ain't bad. Meatloaf said so. In most Cous sports, Cous said so. In most sports, sixty-seven percent will get is you into D. the Hall of Fame. It, it is a D, though. It is a D. Sixty in, in it's school, a it's a D. In dum dum school, but that's what the D stands for. Dum dum. Yep. Yeah, but here's don't know that those letters all stand for something. Let's that's go with my no sports e. reference. Where if you if you go out and you hit two out of every three shots you make, you are going to the Hall of Fame. Also, all those letters are, are bad. Even A means awful. Who is? Uh, the letters in, in school, they all mean bad things. Oh, oh, oh. It's awful, uh, uh, bad. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Cunt. No, no, that was just can't, Sorry. Can't, can't, <laughs> can't hack it. It's can't not, stand this kid. Can't, can't hack it. Dumb-dumb. Uh, uh, there's no E. And, and, and fuck. We forgot E. <laughs> There's no E. That's why F is fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we not forgot even, E. That's not even about the student. Uh, that's just fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's very silly. The American education system is has failed us perfect greatly. It is perfect in every way. We're um, we're proof. Listen to the words <laughs> that we say. Yeah. If you uh, can't tell what is success, and actually we were both fairly well educated. We were educated here in Tulsa. I mean, in one of the finest education systems in 
at least the city limits of Tulsa. Oh, I was about to say, I, I was like, oh, you're doing a bit. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, it's, it's bad. No, it's real bad. No, we haven't, we haven't learned shit. And I only yeah. did high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. tried college a couple times. Did you do? Yeah. Did, did any of them, any of them were ever It didn't good? take. It didn't take. <laughs> you rented. <laughs> you rented college. Uh yeah, so Ghostbusters is going to be great. I don't give a shit what the critics say. Just yeah, I'm excited for this. Give me E-Guns kids using Yeah, man, packs. I mean, that's I'm a fun... Th- just, I like the idea of it. The idea of it's his family. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's going to... I think it'll be fun. I mean, let's... Uh, maybe it's just me. I mean, uh, 40... As long as there's not a song and dance number. Yeah. Because honestly, had it not been for that, I was on the road to being... 100% on board for that other one. Yeah. It was the song and dance number that did it. It really took me out of it so hard. It was the guns. The guns shooting. Shooting ghosts with ghost guns. Yeah, that too. That got me. Yeah. But, but there but, was some solid jokes. The chemistry was good. A lot. They were yeah. funny together. I mean, I still think the characters are cool. I've got a, I've got a cover of the, of the comic with Kate McKenna on it hanging up on my wall nice. at home. I, uh. I dig the world. I love that they did it. Like I love everything about it, but the movie. Like I've always said, <laughs> um, everything about it but the movie. Yeah. Uh, excited for this, and definitely uh, whatever comes next for sure. Uh, did you hear the Russians made a movie in space? Shut up. Yeah, they shot. Uh, uh, they were on a, a spaceship going to the International Space Station. And Question shot- one. You know what it's going to be? A porn. Was it? No. Oh no, it's not. It's just a real movie. <laughs> it's about a scientist or something. Nah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they launched an actor and a director to make a film. When are we going to get zero gravity porn? The I, time is now. We have the technology. There's space tourism. Oh, Hilton. Oh, Hilton. Oh, uh, oh Hilton. I your, mean, your, your search history is going to be forever unclean. You just uh, searched uh, uh, zero gravity porn. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm getting into. There it's, is apparently a, a 20-second porn scene. Shut. It's amazing. Now, we're not going to look it up, but we're going to look up the Reddit article about it. Uh, oh, and there's a, a link to it, but I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, uh, Are says, you sure? It's for science. Someone says it's disappointing. One could say it's anticlimactic. And then the other one says, I am disappointed. <laughs> <Aww. Yeah. laughs> I am disappointed. Man. Listen, I am disappointed. <laughs> it's disappointing. <laughs> Fuck right off. <laughs> Number one, people imagine the logistics of trying to fuck with zero gravity. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you'd have to have a kind of thing to help. And we've already established the. It's been well established in the Bim Bam universe that when you nut in space, it pushes you backwards. Well, wait a minute. No, that is up to the individual. That is that is uh, reliant on prostate health. There are a lot of factors there. I mean, assuming you have any sort of PSI you left in your You put a lot of faith in the average orgasm. man. That is, men do not take care of their health uh, <laughs> uh, uh, reliably enough to be convinced that, that, that ejaculation would propel someone. Okay, well, when you nut in space, it should push you back. Half the time, they're lucky that ejaculation results in ejaculation. I don't know, maybe speak yeah. for yourself, bub. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even speaking. I just it, the numbers are not promising. Men, men, go to the doctor. If you're listening to this now, men, go to the doc. You, yes, it is time. That's true. No, 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 not late. No, now, just go. Well, but I can't. I'm at work. Right no, not now. you. You, I'm folding you go to the doctor. Right you now. have a wife to bug you. But a lot of our listeners. No, I was speaking for the listener. That's like, hey, I'm in the middle of folding my laundry right now. I can't no, go to the doctor right now. You are bull. First off, bullshit. 
You're not folding your laundry. Don't you? I'm at work. My boss won't let me leave. I don't even have an appointment. Make an appointment. Okay, well, that I can do. I just, I, there's a lot of excuses. And there's a lot oh, of there's always a lot of excuses. There's a lot of excuses for why not to go to the doctor. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of excuses for why not to vote. Yeah. And they're all bullshit. You can't do them. That's right. Otherwise, we have repeats of 2016. Goddamn I right. I want you to have good prostate health, and I don't want the Cubs getting blamed for your shit. Yeah, man. And look, they've been trash ever since, so leave them alone. Yeah. We like got a, our one, and then we went right back to it. And then we went back to what you were used to, yeah. so leave us alone. Yeah. Oh, the poor Cubs. Yeah. That was a good year, though, for them. Yeah, it was great. Glad that year happened. Me too. Yeah, for everybody but Prince and Bowie. Yeah, and then it turned out one of my favorite players from that uh, team turned out to be an anti-vaxxer, and that's pretty disappointing. But, you know, it is what it is. But And there's someone who should have shut up on social media. Read more, talk less. Maybe he'd now follow the science instead of being... I'm still grateful that I know fans. it. Because now I know not... I, otherwise, I'd still be walking around in this dickhead's jersey. But maybe, maybe dickhead would be having a better view on things. He would not. You don't know that. That's from not saying anything? How from, would it from from learning and shutting up? Oh, but that's the thing. It's is a two part thing. You can't just shut up. Right, but the no, other thing you gotta read. You yeah, gotta that, read. He's not doing that. He's getting paid millions of dollars playing baseball. What's he gotta read for? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> what I gotta read for? This has gotten very I play baseball. This has gotten very serious. <laughs> oh, I'm totally just I'm being silly. We got to talk about Street Fighter 2. Again? Yay! Not just any Street Fighter 2, but Street Fighter 2 on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. Because that is a thing. Uh-huh. And I uh, want to make sure that you see how shockingly good this looks. Uh, this was uh, done by some fans uh, who actually coded the game for uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, using similar art assets as what was uh, put in the Super Street Fighter series. Uh, Whoa, this is on the 8-bit? Yep, this is on the original Nintendo. And as you see, it plays just fine. Wow! Yeah. And and the funny thing is, is there's really no reason to think it shouldn't. I mean, there's only really just a small handful of sprites on screen. I'm not going to say it's only two, uh, because I'm willing to bet that each of those characters is made up of more than one sprite. But there's no background animation. Uh, but it looks good. It's detailed, but it is just a static image. Likewise, I'm willing to bet most of that ground is is just background too. So it's really a very simple program, um, but it looks good, and it's even got basic animation. Yeah, yeah. That look just like you would expect them to look like. Cool. Uh, and this was, um, let's see, put out. Um, uh, I don't know if it says who put it out. Uh, just a group of coders. Um, Street Fighter 2 Deluxe is what it's called. Uh, and So do a little search on that if you want to see some interesting old school gaming. That's fun. Um, and I, I, I'm a big fan of seeing these people coding for the old Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega. Um, just not only because it makes new games that you can actually play, but getting to see the art of it. Uh-huh. You know, as... as Street Fighter 2 is kind of ubiquitous in culture. Most people know what Street Fighter 2 looks like. Uh, they, they, they've at least seen it around. So to see it running on a Nintendo like this, to, to see that kind of uh, difference, what's different and what's the same about it, right. you get to kind of appreciate the artistry of Nintendo, uh, of, of, of games. Uh-huh. You know? Like, getting to see that background, you know, because we... You know, especially we're mildly familiar with Chun-Li's stage. You know, we know that outdoor market look that the stage has. 
So to see it designed in this 8-bit style with the kind of simple um, art and still having these elements like seeing the food hanging up in the second well, booth. I like that they're also, she was jumping up into like the score area. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you notice that when she was like bouncing off his head? No, no, further, further, further. Yeah, look at that. Right up in there. Right, even off the top of the screen. Yeah. And then another example, too. Like Here it comes again. It can't. do it again here in a second. It can't go. It obviously is not Balling. able to scroll Balling. up. Right. But it still ha gives her the mobility to play uh, the way that you would expect Chun-Li to play. She whooped his ass. She really did. Chun-Li versus Rue. 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 Uh, Ryu. But no, it would be pronounced Rue, I think. I believe so. I believe you're right. Uh, so always cool to see. What else we got? Got some new uh, Robert Plant. Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Oh. Listen who's that? Alison Krauss, country singer? I, I, I'm just, I've heard Plant? the name. I don't listen to... Robert Plant was the lead singer of the Beatles. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Got it, got it, got it. The Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Oh, got it. I, I so. knew they had some of the same people. Blue Moon? What happened? Oh, there's like this Dean Martin. Yeah. You saw me standing alone. There it is. This looks like a, a time, fucking campaign course. ad. I've been away from them even what the fuck is this? I don't know you hear the song. The goddamn song. Nah. It's a fucking documentary. Yeah, this is bullshit. Co written by Plant and T Bone Burnett. Oh, you found it. Fuck yeah, I found it. Fucking making me listen to the goddamn documentary and try to do my podcast, play some music by these artists, talk about whether or not it's good and it's not Bullshit. the first five seconds after hearing it with no experience making music on my own. How dare they? Take me down, down to the river, lift me high upon the flood, and there will be no turning back. And I must find my love, I must find my love, I must find my I mean, I can definitely hear the T-Bone Burnett in it. You know who he is? I do not. Who is that? Uh, you know, like, uh, the intros to, like, True Detective? That's him. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did that True Detective stuff. I like this a lot. I it's not bad. Good. Yeah, that was good. Um, I'd be down for more of that. I like um, something about aging rockers getting a little bit of soul. I always enjoy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Robert Plant always had a little bit of soul. I think it's why uh, Led Zeppelin sounded the way they did. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I feel like more. Different. Yeah. Um, different. That, different. Different soul. More like uh, there was a little bit more like uh, old rebel country in that. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Than soul. Okay. <sighs> well, which is not, you don't see a lot of soul in the rebel country. <laughs> no. Yeah. You sure don't? <laughs> Soulless from time to time. True that. But I'm down for it. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I got a big one, but I don't know if we need to jump there next. Let's talk about this one. Uh, oh, yeah. This looks very interesting. A uh, new FX mini series about a psychiatrist who goes up against a serial killer uh, starring Steve Carell. Uh, it is the creative duo behind the Americans. Uh, it says the patient is about a psychotherapist who finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request. Curb his homicidal urges, which is a great premise. You have a serial killer who's like, I want to stop killing. I kidnapped you so you can help me, <laughs> which is fucked up. Uh, and yeah, it's it sounds gnarly. And I'm interested right out of the gate. And is do we think Carell is playing the psychotherapist who is kidnapped? Uh, it, no, it says that. It says, says that? I'm pretty sure it says Steve Carell starring the patient. Carell's. He soon lost his wife. So pain and loss because of cables. Okay, yeah. So he's he's the protagonist. Yeah. So, wow. So yeah, that and it's a series, mini series, mini series. Okay. Wow, okay, that'll be good. Yeah. Carell, uh, we've talked about this at length, and I think he'd be a fool to not think he had more depth than what you see on The Office, but mm-hmm. he does. Oh, for sure. Quite a bit more depth. He has shown that in uh, in past films. like Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher. I was going to say Ratcatcher, but that's the guy from Suicide, girl from Suicide Squad. True. But, um, uh, yeah, Foxcatcher was one, and then uh, he's had some more since then, too. Oh, right? man, there's lots. Um, mm-hmm. Dan in real life, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, he was in that? Wait, no. Was that Steve Carell? No. What movie am I thinking of? Um, uh, Fast and the Furious 2. Too yes. Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Tokyo Drift, Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, Steve really, Carell, Tokyo Drift. Really took uh, a, a step out of his comfort zone. It's 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 the greatest thing he's ever done. Welcome to Marwin. That was another one. Yes, uh, uh, that was. Did you ever see that? No. That looked really intense. Uh, almost a little too much for me. Right. Um, uh, the Big Short. Oh yeah, I do want to see that. That's another good one. There we go. Fox Catcher. Uh, and of course, Anchorman too. Uh, keep going though. Now I I, I gotta know. Uh, crazy Stupid Love. Dan in real life. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Sunshine. He wasn't. I fucking knew it. You knew it. You got it. You got it. I didn't have any question of myself because I'm dumb and high. You're not. <laughs> you are not dumb. dumb. Uh, uh, I'm definitely down for this, though. The patient looks very good. Looks looks, looks like riveting kind of television. Yeah. So I'm also excited that uh, I think it might be next month, November, that um, The Shrink Next Door is supposed to start. The one with... Um, uh, Will Ferrell and um, Paul Rudd, I believe. Okay. Um, which uh, the podcast is already uh, out in its completion uh, that it's based on, um, which is uh, based on a true story that is just fascinating. Yeah. Um, a story of, um, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it, it's, but it's a story of a very um, 
very inappropriate doctor-patient relationship okay. uh, involving a psychiatrist. Okay. And um, using it, the power of uh, someone's mental health uh, issues um, to use that person. Mm. So, yeah, and there's a lot more to it, but that looks very good as well. Yeah. Uh, just the psychoanalyst part, the, the, the shrink part made me think of it. But yeah, that looks super good. All right. Some good stuff too. been on uh, Apple TV. I yeah. think that's where it's coming out. They've had some good stuff. You're still loving the, um, oh, what's the the one? Ted Lasso, baby. Ted Lasso, yeah, that's it's just so a hit. Good. It's that very one. good. Yeah, It's a very good show. Yeah. I'm waiting. Apple needs to offer me another free year of that. They offered me two free years, and there was nothing on it I wanted to watch. Uh, and then it ended. And can now you still, oh, I was going to say, did it expire? Can you oh, still yeah, cash it over. in? No, it's all done. <laughs> They offered me a free year, and I watched. I literally never used it. And then after a year, they're like, we're going to offer you another free year. And then I used it, I think, once. And I was like, no, this is not. There's nothing here I want to watch. I, I Even if you, every service has something. Mm-hmm. So you can have one of them, and you're set. And we none of us have just one of them. True. We all have, like, four or all or 12 or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, but it's, it's still... It is still a much better alternative than cable. Oh yeah, yeah. Because even with all those channels, you're still you were still stuck with whatever the fuck they put on. Okay, but does anyone? We were talking about this the other day. Was oh, I asked in the Starlight a room a room full of people if anybody still had cable. Yeah. Not a fucking one. No. I was like, it's so crazy. Now it's like asking who's got a landline. I I and actually I still do, but only because at my complex, at my condo complex, everyone gets free cable. That's just a thing. Oh, you saw I thought you were said a landline. No, no, I saw a cable. I saw I a cable. Like, you there. have a fucking landline? No, I don't have a landline. I want to see it. So, so, so goodbye <laughs> Can to that I end. see it? Work still does. Can I use it? Work has a landline. Oh, well. That's a work thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have we have a landline at work. Yeah. 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 That's pretty standard. Sure. Nobody's um, just going to leave a fucking cell phone there. Yeah. Yeah, right. You, I mean, you could have like a, a this store is the account. This work so, cell phone. Yeah, you could have a store account. Yeah, but then can't there's one phone that's true yeah 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 you can never have two phones yeah yeah we can have so multiple that's, phones that's why you gotta have a, a landline pick it up from multiple, multiple places yeah in the, in the uh in the Man, shop that. i'm gonna get the landline again in my house and put a phone in every room fuck yeah dude let's get a uh so we can uh, all chat on the uh, phone together what's that one called the rotary a rotary yep get rotary phones in every room oh, yeah bro that's gonna be the new thing trevor's gonna it'll be take so that. long to call people yeah but but that i don't call anyone so it's perfect can you text on a rotary phone? Yes, but it takes an hour and a half. Yeah, to say hi. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, HRU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the next doctor uh, should not be a middle-aged white man, according to a middle-aged white man. Hey. Uh, Colin Baker, who played uh, famously played the sixth doctor, uh, is now weighing in on the question of who will follow Jodie Whittaker. Uh, as the 14th Doctor? Where the hell are we? Yeah, I don't know. 14th Doctor. Um, and now, of course, uh, as herself being the first woman to hold the title, uh, there's a lot of question of will they revert back to another man like they have uh, the previous 12 times. 13 if you count John Hurd as the War Doctor. Um, so, uh, hell, uh, 14 if you count... Um, uh, what's his name? Peter Cushing is a doctor on TV on, on in two movies. They the point is they keep putting white men in that role. Um, and for a character who's the very story of of who he is has so much 
about regeneration and rebirth and, and putting on a different face, to think that the idea of doing a, a woman's face only hit him 13 regenerations in just seems kind of funny, you know? <laughs> well, and I imagine there might have had to have been a little pressure for that to happen. Of course there was, yeah. You know? There'd been that discussion for many years by that point. And um, here's the thing, you know, one of the first things you said that kind of caught me was you were like, uh, uh, no more middle-aged white man says a middle-aged white man. But yeah. that's what it's going to take, Hilton, is more middle-aged white men like you and I to finally say, we've had our fucking turn. Oh, yeah. And let's take a step back. And you know what I mean? Like, it's we've had our fun. It's not our fucking turn anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not your turn. Well, it's not your turn. You learned to take turns when you were a fucking kid. Yeah. Well, it's not your turn anymore. Well, and and that's the thing, too, is it shouldn't be an issue. But uh, uh, Colin Baker, of course, speaking up because we all It'll know. It'll be your turn again. You're still getting plenty of turns. Well, we all know there's a good chance that it would just easily revert to that uh, because it is an easy choice and because there has been controversy about around Jodie Whittaker's casting. And unfortunately, with every success or misstep the show makes, and unfortunately last season was considered a bit of a misstep by many fans, it always does bring up that discussion again. Completely unrelated, of course, but it does. So um, I, I 100% agree with Colin Baker. There's no reason to necessarily go back to that same kind of pool of descriptive uh, adjectives for our next doctor when there's so many talented people of color, there's so many talented women, there's so many talented uh, people from all sorts of different communities that could be brought in to helm that role. Mm -hmm. uh, especially with the way that the doctor lately has kind of had an unwritten three-year rule um, or, or three-year-slash-three-series you know, you know, three year slash three series rule where uh, ever since um, David Tennant as the 10th Doctor, everyone to hold the role has only done it for three years. Mm -hmm. Or I think there, I think Matt Smith may have been four, but I think one of those years there was no production. Has it know? already been three years for... Uh... Jody's coming up on her third year. Oh, okay. Uh, with a massive marketing campaign with some kind of new threat called the flux being introduced looks really exciting the flux capacitor uh mate well and that's another thing too is this is the first time that the doctor who series a series that deals with time travel a lot has used the word flux uh-huh someone was pointing out on reddit last night how there could be significance to that because uh -huh. that is a term that we see popping up in other kind of time travel related sci-fi media sure because you know you want time to flux exactly yeah so and this was uh the, the second season of jody's run uh, was was very and you wanted a reason for your kids to say fucks capacitor. You do. That's if you don't keep the word fucks in people's vocabulary. Little kids can't say flux. Or, although some kids uh, don't say fucks, they say shit ass, and because of that, we're we're getting new words. The new shit ass capacitor. The it's 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 important to remember that not everyone swears like you do. Ah fuck my my fucks capacitor You're fucked fuck up. Hey shit ass, don't fucks with my flux capacitor. Don't fucks with my fucks capacitor. Either way, Colin Baker's right. I don't have the capacity. I'm sorry. Take a break on the middle-aged white men for Doctor Who. There's yeah. so many choices. I still think Idris Elba should do it. If you're not going to make them Bond, make them Doctor Word. Who. Okay. I'll take an Idris Elba Doctor Who in a heartbeat. I'll get behind that. Yeah, Or just bring Heimdall back. Just give Idris Elba work. Fix uh, The Gunslinger. Whatever the fuck went wrong with that dumb movie. I'm so annoyed that was not. That didn't do well. Yeah. That was... Getting Stephen King's Gunslinger story, that whole Dark Tower thing, getting that on screen is a goal. Like, you gotta. Mm -hmm. and it's, a, it's a major epic written by one of the major writers of the last 50 years, one of the first authors to truly bring novels to the mass market. Okay. You're not going to take yeah. his big fantasy epic and turn it into a fucking thing and do it right? Really? 
I'm so annoyed they fucked that up. I'm so annoyed that they fucked stuff up. That's why, true. Why was Wonder Woman too bad? How fucking dare they? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm, I sound like I'm getting heated, and this is a light topic. But, so mad. But is it annoying? So, it is they, fucking they, annoying. Dexter shit, man. Yeah. Just make the TV and movies good. Make the thing good. I don't have to share my asshole opinion if you get it right. Yep. Ah, oh, it's frustrating, man. I know. Everybody that does things that are creative needs to be good at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> only, and they need to do it in the way that will make us happy. Only good from now on. That's right. Only good. Only good. Uh, what do you want? Pay, what do you, oh, I got one more. One more. Best news of the week. Oh, God. Something good's coming back. Oh, man. Saga from Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Quite possibly the best comic book of the last 20 years. Saga Genesis. Saga Genesis. The Saga Mega Drive <laughs> coming from Japan. Saga CD. Uh, Image Comics Saga. Uh, if you know it, uh, you know what a fantastic comic is. If you don't, you probably, if you have any comic book reading friends, have heard about it. It made a massive splash uh, up through its f- first 54 issues until it was put on hiatus in 2018 uh, with only the idea that it would return. They said it's too radical. you got to take a sabbatical. Well, and they wanted to get uh, more of the story in the can before they released so that they wouldn't fi- fall behind on a release schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, and what was supposed to just be a year or two break turned into several years. But both creators constantly said that it would come back and uh, absolutely thrilled to see it finally returning. Um, this book, if I'm going to put a comic book in someone's hands, I put Saga in their hands. It's okay. quite possibly the best book out there. I would I would argue if it's not in the top ten for the greatest comic books of all time, you're you're overlooking something. Wow, it's it's that good. Um, it's uh, it's sci-fi, it's fantasy, it's uh, a, f- a story about family, it's a story about uh, social fighting uh, and 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 the the battle of society to to, to reach equity for people. It's a story about. Uh, the worst of society. It's a story about violence and 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 greed and lust and sloth and addiction. And it's honestly fan fucking tastic. Right on. Uh, and if you're not reading it, it's collected in nine trade paperbacks, so you can get caught up at your speed. It's uh, the, I think the first fifty four issues are also collected in two two hardcover. Uh, so if you want to go that route, you can. There's a lot of ways to find it. You can find it digitally, or you can hit me up and say, Hilton, I want to borrow that shit. Uh, just, it's worth checking out. And the fact that it's coming back in January is big news for comic book fans. Um, and, and not that uh, I don't think any of the fans ever had a doubt because the way it was left with issue 54, you knew that there, yeah, you, you had to have answers of what was going to happen next. And much like the best of the TV and movies that we've talked about uh, in the last hour, in the last 200 plus episodes, it always left you wanting more and was unflinching in its ability to take its characters on a journey that 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 impacted you emotionally. Uh, it always left me satisfied and wanting more. Exactly, exactly. That's what she said. Good stuff. Read it when it comes out in January. And am I reading this correctly, that that would be its 30th anniversary? No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it looks like Saga launched at... Image during the oh the company's twentieth yeah. anniversary yeah so this will be their tenth anniversary in twenty twenty two their thirty uh, it's a, oh wow the company's thirtieth wow so saga but if saga launched in twenty twelve years since it started that's amazing yeah I guess that makes I mean because you know fifty fifty issues you know if you think only a monthly comic 
12 issues a year. That's five, five plus years, five years, just under five years. Um, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, man, yeah, what, 10 years? That's, that's hard to believe. 10 years goes by real fucking fast, don't it? Yeah. And Brian K. Vaughn uh, has been an absolute uh, star uh, in comics ever since debuting. Uh, one of his first comics was Why the Last Man, which is now a new series on FX, which I'm hearing great things about, but I haven't caught myself. It's on uh, streaming on Hulu, too. It, it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, really want to see that. But but that was uh, that's the kind of story, too, that I was... I, I'm a little scared that it's not going to be done quite right, so we'll see. But, um, but a great book. Um, he also did. Uh, he created the Runaways over at Marvel, which a uh, great, great bunch of characters. They had a pretty good series, mini series on Hulu for a little bit. Um, it's worth checking out if you really like the characters. But uh, I gotta say, it didn't really hold me through all three seasons. Um, and then uh, he's got a couple of good one-off stories too. He did some great stuff. Did a great book called uh, Pride of Baghdad, uh, all about a, a group of lions that escaped from a zoo during the first Gulf War. Actually, based off a true story of something that happened in Baghdad during the war. Um, uh, and just uh, a writer worth checking out. So if you if you Brian K. Vaughan, uh, and Fiona Staples, fantastic artist too. So nice. So definitely look for Saga when it comes back out. If you haven't gotten caught up yet, you can find those trades super cheap. Image has a great policy where the the first volume of all of its comics uh, in trade paperback form they always sell for really cheap. Like I think the first volume of Saga, a book that would at least cost like fifteen or twenty dollars normally, I think they sell it for like eight or nine dollars. Cool. So really great if you ever want to try a, a comic book. Uh, Images first volumes are a great place to start uh, in terms of your wallet. Uh, so yeah, read Saga. That's a pick for me too. We'll All right. Any other picks? Uh, yeah. If you want, need something to listen to, check out Orbital. Man, listen to One Perfect Sunrise. Badass techno track from Orbital. If you're into old school Orbital, it definitely plays on some of their early work. This one came out off the Blue Album, so probably looking about eight, ten years ago, but definitely still later Orbital as that band goes. Uh, check that out as well, and then uh, check me out uh, at the Starlight Comedy Night. Me and Laura bringing all the funny folks to the show all the time. We just had a great show with Mike and Trevor and Joe Miller. I'm a cat. Meow. Yeah. Check me out. I'm a cat. Meow. Check me out. <laughs> I like it. I don't know that. Oh man, I'll 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 cue you in at that's post show. That reminds me of the I'm a I'm a kitty cat and a, and a, a dance 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 and a dance dance dance. Oh yeah, I'm a you'll, cat. You'll I'm love a kitty this cat. one. You'll okay. love this one. Oh oh, internet. Check me out. Get it? Meow. 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 Yep. Meow. Um, we're back the third Friday in November. Strong you already coming. got a lineup? Nope. Tight, but I will. TBD. TBD. At a time, TBTDB. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Uh, got to uh, delve into uh, some old shit I hadn't messed with in a while. It was really fun. Uh, people were on board. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun night. Uh, it was it was a crazy, weird night just overall going like from a wedding reception to a comedy show. Oh, yeah. But, hey, it is what it is. 2021, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chaos 2021. Uh, let's see. Picks. Man, I got a couple of them, actually. Um, Becky and I have been watching the uh, impeachment American crime story uh, about nice. the uh, Monica Lewinsky scandal, as it were. Uh, it's really good. Everybody in it is um, fantastic. Uh, Beanie Feldstein, who's playing uh, Monica Lewinsky, is really good. Um, that one's really good. Midnight Mass was awesome. We watched that one in its entirety. That's a limited series. You can binge that one all at once pretty easily um, within a couple days. 
and uh, really liked that one. Just spooky enough, weird tension thriller, uh, cool. And then uh, also only murders in the building. Uh, the Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez vehicle in an unlikely trio uh, that is somehow just delightful. Um, they are. It's really fun. It starts off as they meet each other. They all live in the same building, and they meet each other because they're all obsessed with the same true crime podcast. Um, but then a murder happens in their building, and they do a podcast about it. And it's really fun. Uh, it's it's hilarious. Um, it really plays on a lot of like the true crime podcast tropes. Um, Tina Fey is in it, playing like uh, sort of a a, um, a parallel universe Sarah Koenig. Uh, you know, who did Serial, which was like one of the first ones that was huge in the true crime podcast world. Okay. Um, and a lot of the music sort of plays on those, the true crime podcast music, the way they do it. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Uh, that one's on Hulu. Uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Uh, Impeachment is uh, uh, FX streaming on Hulu as well. Um, I believe those new episodes are coming out on Wednesday, so it's not done yet. It's like halfway through, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, only murders in the building. I believe all the episodes are out now. They're, uh, but loved it, loved it, really fun, very cool. Yep, um, yeah, I believe that's it. We nice. did good here today. Good work. Yeah, good. making the world better. We are. Uh, don't forget olaministries.com uh, is where you find the stuff now. Uh, click on that bless button, that donate button. Uh, uh. Go register to vote. Um, that's all we ask of you. We don't want any money. We just want participation. Uh, in the electoral process so that we can overcome all the uh, attempted voter suppression we're seeing all across the nation, especially here in our great state where it is happening mm -hmm. actively. Uh, legislations have been not only written but passed, and uh, they're trying to make it harder for people to vote, and the only thing that we can do to stop that is get around those hurdles and uh, make more effort. They're trying to make it harder. We have to fight that. Uh, and if we can't fight it by ending those bad legislations, we can fight it by... Uh, just going around them and making sure that no matter what, we still get out there and uh, get our vote out. Uh, and as always, uh, we we always say if you uh, if you need a ride to the polls, hit us up. We're gonna be here. Um, I will almost always make sure that I have the entire day free on election days uh, for that reason. So, yep, that's all we ask of you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And Hilton, we'll see you next time. Take it from me. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>